0: get that micro going yes it's what's the matter with me that's what you're listening to what's the matter with me podcast thank you for tuning in my name is john my name is john you are tuned into the what's the matter with me podcast my name is john I'm 44 years old, husband, father of two, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster, and I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to go over music today. I twisted twisted up my knee. But first, news flash, news flash, breaking news. Hoppin' hot sauce is the best hot sauce in the world. Hoppin' hot sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' hot sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. That's the jingle, man. That's the jingle. The jingle is the thingle. Everything needs a jingle. Shout outs to Rocky. Shout outs to the people who listen to every episode. The people who listen through to all the episodes. Shout outs to Rocky. Some people, most people. Shout outs to those people. I have to write up some questions about that. Shout outs to Rocky. We needed to order another filter for the ice maker. Bang, like that. I did it. This is a podcast about nothing because I'm from that Seinfeld era, right? I took my wife. I was like, we're going to go on a date, a Sunday morning date. And we rode our bicycles from Bushwick over the Williamsburg Bridge. And up town on Eighth Ave, probably. I can't remember how. Maybe we took. If I was smart, we took the West Side bike path up town. But we went to the cathedral. We rode our bikes up there. I hope we took the West Side highway. We had to. We went to St. John's Cathedral. The Cathedral Church of St. John's. I thought it was a Catholic church, but I don't know anything. It's a cathedral, and it's Episcopalian. Yeah, it's at Amsterdam Avenue at West 113th Street, and it's right around the corner from the Seinfeld Diner. So we rode our bikes up the West Side Highway, we went to the cathedral, and then right around the corner on Broadway and 112th is Tom's Restaurant, and that's the diner in Seinfeld, where they meet in the diner. I wonder what that means that in Seinfeld they meet in the diner and in friends they meet in the cafe. I guess that's something for another episode, but the difference between the diner and the cafe That's like the difference between the 80s and the 90s. We went from the diner to the cafe. Well, Tom's Restaurant, it was a diner. That's where they met on Seinfeld. This podcast is a podcast about nothing the way Seinfeld, because I'm from that Seinfeld era, which is like the late 80s and then, Early 90s and then Friends were in the cafe. It's a whole different scene. And then there's like Cannabis Clubs and we're in the 2000s. All of a sudden, Millennials, Gen Z. I'm at the very tail end of Gen X. You know, they always say Gen X is until 1980. And I'm in 1979. So, whoo. Just made it into Gen X, slid into home I'm in Gen X. It's just a podcast about nothing the Wake Seinfeld. Anyway, we went over it. When uh, speaking of the apartment in Bushwick, when I was going to get married, I was like, is my dad going to show up at the wedding or not? Am I going to invite him? I haven't seen him in like years. So I called him and I was kind of like, "Hey, you know, you want to come to Bushwick, where my cousin Jimmy had a wedding in Maine?" And I was like, "Hey, we, you could come to Bushwick. You could meet this lady. I'm gonna get married to her, and then we could drive to Maine. We're not there, but you can meet her. She is my fiance, and we can drive the three of us. We can drive to Maine." And go to Cousin Jimmy's wedding, Jimmy and Carrie's wedding, oh my goodness, On at the Boathouse on the island, Peaks Island, Maine, I bet it will be good. We'll have beers at the inn or whatever, the place, the one place, because we're on an island, there's pretty much one or two of everything. So we hit the island. Anyway, while dad was in Bushwick, he, he came, he came from Florida. I was like, you're going to have to come. He came and I was showing him around Bushwick. We went to Roberta's dad made this scene. Dad was okay on the scene. It, It was all good. Kind of as a rite of passage or hazing ritual. I't I, I, I was like a, a food person. I was doing stuff. I was baking bread kind of somewhat somewhat badly in my oven and I was curing meat, hanging it from my ceiling, my tin ceiling. Why did I why? I don't know. I was in food. And here's a hazing ritual. I had a bunch of cucumber skins. Don't know why, that's trash, usually cucumber skin. We would call that trash, that's food loss. So I somehow, there was juice from the skin of the cucumber. And I had dad drink it, I was like, drink it. He was totally game, he was like, for this and he drank it he grimaced we laughed at him it was good it was a hazing ritual dad got through it he drank I had dad drink cucumber skin juice I had that in my notes for the episode and it happened it was a hazing ritual when you haven't seen your dad in years You can put him through a hazing ritual. Sure. I want to give a shout out. Anthony is raising money for PASC in Detroit. They got a fundraising campaign. Support our fundraising campaign for PASC Detroit at Lantern. Help us complete construction of the first public gallery and studio program for disabled adult artists in Detroit. They're trying to raise $50,000. They got 23000 funded. There's 22 days left. I'll put a link in on the episode description on what's the matter with me.org you can donate i think it's like $25 maybe less even you can donate and send them money the first Detroit based public art gallery and studio program for disabled artists steps pask program at the lantern building. So it's a mixed use arts building. In a newly developing art district in PASC is a studio program, supportive studio for disabled artists in Detroit. And kind of like along the lines of what we have here in the Bay Area. We have Creativity Explored, Creative Growth, and others. They don't have it in Detroit. And so they're gonna have the first public gallery and studio program for disabled adult artists in Detroit. I think it's, uh, check it out, I'll put a link It's a worthwhile cause. Anthony, I used to collaborate with Anthony, Anthony Marcellini, and we were called It Can Change when we worked together. We did interactive public programs and performances in the public space. So check it out. Support Anthony, support PASC. It's a cool project. We need more of that kind of viewpoint. They definitely, definitely need it in Detroit. I'll get to the music. There's music coming, I promise. I had barbecues on the July 4th and on the 5th. It was cool. They were different. On the 4th, I had some people over. Come on, it's July 4th. That's America's birthday. God bless America. My wife and I sang the Star Spangled Banner. My wife kind of started a little bit kind of tentatively. And dude, Star Spangled Banner, I'll come in on that. I'll come in on the stars and bars any day. That's a hard song to sing, so I love it. I love singing it. What's the other one? From the mountains to the prairies. Yeah, man, I'll sing all of it. I'll do all that. So Star Spangled Banner. Try and sing it. You know, Obama did Amazing Grace. Remember that when Obama did Amazing Grace and it was so perfect and cool, just like Obama is. And so I try to be cool like that on Star Spangled Banner. I try coming on the bass notes. That's actually on, um, Jazz improvisation made simple. That's what they talk about. The standard. They're like, try and just sing the bass notes. God bless America, Star Spangled Banner. Anyway, we sang that thing through the end, man. You can't drop the Star Spangled Banner. We carried that through. That was awesome. And Our kids were kind of like fascinated. And we sang that national anthem to the end, baby. July 4th. Happy birthday, America. And then we had egg McMuffins homemade, you know, nothing like an egg McMuffin. I like to let mine get cold so it's not so the yolk is more can con- coagulated. That was I got that one out. Anyway, it was good. God bless America. July 4th. So who came? Amy and Matt and their kids came, Nico and Novi, Jeremy came. That was it. It was a mellow, small barbecue. We figured out that my wife is an introvert and I'm an extrovert. That's probably why I'm doing this and she's not doing anything like this. She's an introvert and I'm an extrovert. Thank you for listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. We had sausages and steak. It's pretty good. We've been, instead of grilling the buns, I haven't really figured out the best way to grill the buns on my grill because I'm, like, incinerating them. So I've been doing it inside where you steam them, you know, in a steamer, China steamer or something, uh, for 20 20 seconds only 20 seconds over that and they get wet and gross 20 seconds steam them out and they come out good and they're soft and warm it's like a ballpark dog so we had a lot of sausages we had Ghost chili sausage. We have the hot sausage, and that was fun. The kids tried little bits and ran around. Woo, it's hot, you know. And so we had ghost sausages. We had these jalapeno cheese sausages. Ooh, they were good. We had some bratwurst. You know, we had to have normal stuff for the kids bratwurst. We had lamb merguez sausages, yum. There was a lot of sausage on display. And we had um, two, a two pound, a two pound wagyu, American wagyu rib steak. So it wasn't like Japanese wagyu where it looks creamy and gross, because it has so much fat. But it had, it was good. It came out good. We grilled it. It was like a tomahawk steak, but it didn't have the giant bone. They had trimmed the bone, so it was like one inch long. It was like a, that's kinda how they have you pull out the sword in your Japanese wedding photograph. You're supposed to just pull out, you have have your kimono, you're dressed like samurai, and you have a sword, And you're supposed to pull it out and show just, like, one inch. But, of course, I was, like, stoked. I was, like, I have a sword. So they were, like, pulling it out. And I, like, pulled it out a foot and a half. They all laughed at me and took a picture. They were, like, American, silly American. But that steak wasn't silly American. It was good. So my buddy Matt helped me kind of finish out the grill. I started it up and cooked the sausages, but he did the grilling of the steak. I kind of smoked the steak until it was one fifteen or something. Then we grilled it. It was good. That was July fourth. It was it was an all right barbecue. Then on on the fifth of July. We had like leftover ground beef because we didn't, we were like, maybe we'll cook um, hamburgers too, but the sausages and the steak, that was enough. So on the fifth, we cooked hamburgers. It was kind of like a firestorm cooking the cheese. The cheese melted, everything lit on fire. It was insane, but it came out really good. So two bar- two barbecues, that's a win. How I look at it, you guys. I'm getting to music. I finished the Sonny Rollins book. Sonny Rollins gets branded a sellout and um, not not serious jazz. You know, and he does stuff like play with the Rolling Stones on Tattoo You. And then also he plays on late night TV with Leonard Cohen. This song, Who By Fire. And it's really good. Sonny Rollins is amazing. And Leonard Cohen is like an acquired taste. Who By Fire. I'll put a link to a really cool YouTube video I saw of it. Sonny Rollins later bands, even later than that. That was 1989. But he stays on until his 80s. The end of it, the end of the book was kind of like, Sonny Rollins had a certain thing and he kept at it and then he died. That's kind of how I would summarize. That's a kind of a tourist way to summarize the end of Sonny Rollins' biography, but it's accurate, I think. Later Sonny Rollins, like 80s, 90s, even post-millennial Sonny Rollins, there are some good bands and good records. I like it. I got into later Sonny Rollins because as I read the Saxophone Colossus book, which went through sessions and recordings, I listened to the recordings. And I he's cool. Sonny Rollins is cool. I actually had a bunch in my music library. And so I, I was like, oh, I have that. Sonny Rollins and Leonard Cohen on night music doing Who by Fire. Check it out. So 4th of July means it was my Empress Nami, my wife's birthday. She's born on the 2nd of July. So I got her some ridiculous heavy metal for her birthday. She's not a metalhead. That's like against type. For her, she's very polite. She she's a person that it's not like metalheads are rude. I've known lots of them; they're not rude, but they they seem extreme. They listen to extreme music. That they seem scary to the outside. So I heard some heavy metal on the radio and the singer was screaming in this way that I was like, that is ridiculous. So it's this band Ghast, G-H-A-S-T. The album is called Terrible Cemetery and it's like an EP, it's 30 minutes long the track I heard was called "O oh, Akia Rion." This is like heavy metal. They how they do things. They scare people. So the title of the song, O, like capital O, O, and then Akia, A K H E A, and then Rion, R H E O N that's an 8 minute track but the EP is called Terrible Cemetery. I thought that was a ridiculous title. Terror ooh terrible cemetery. So it's terrible. I thought that was so funny. And then there the the, the other track is called Terrible Cemetery uh, and it's 20 minutes long. And they're they're from from Britain. The highly, here I'll take from their band camp, the highly anticipated follow up to Gast's 2008 debut LP, May the Kirks Bind, recorded in one day, August 15, 2009, at the compound. Gas deliver another punishing fusion of old school black metal and colossal doom. And they should say also and ridiculous singing. Like it has the whole growling death metal thing, but then it also has like this unwound psychotic screaming element. Like so the guy starts like, oh, and then he ends like ah and, and you're like and I, I thought that was so funny. Like the way Jim Morrison, he'll he'll be like woo and like you're like, whoa, that guy is crazy the way he says woo. You can just hear it in his woo that Jim Morrison is nuts. And same with Gast on Oakia Rion, the guy You can hear it in the way he can't, he can't finish out the growl. It has to like go into this psycho screaming. I loved it. Loved it. I was like, this is her birthday present. I was right. She loved it. I got the CD. I went on Discogs and I found this CD and the guy had shipping not a lot of them in America. There were more in Britain and Europe. But the shipping was so much that I just bought a... He had a Sonny Rollins CD he was also selling. Sonny Rollins with Coleman Hawkins. And I was like, sure, throw that in. We'll get gas and Sonny Rollins. Ghast, G-H-A-S-T terrible cemetery happy birthday what's the new stuff fen lily fen lily this is like kids are listening to this kids are probably watching seinfeld and getting into fen lily she lives in brooklyn check out the song in my own time there's a music video it's like i don't know if it's ironic or whatever it's kind of like David Byrne because she's got a featureless suit and so I'm like oh yeah Dave that's like David Byrne so Gassed and Finn Lilly and I got some really questionable stuff on Bandcamp so all of a sudden I got a ton of music I had like thirty. 30 things in my collection and I bought, so I wanted this record, it was like $5. And then I wanted this other one on the same label, it was $6. And so that five and six is 11. And then I saw a button that was like, buy everything we've released, all 132 releases. For $20. And I was like, what? And so I did it. And now I have a ton of this label from Oakland. That's 15 cents a release. So I just had to go. I went for it. And I'm listening through it. Wow. There's a lot of it. So it's, it's Constellation Tatsu. It's a record label from Oakland. They just released this Portland artist, Strategy, and they added it on KFJ, KFJC. Strategy's release, Graffiti in Space, came out on Constellation Tatsu. That's an Oakland label. So I bought at $0.15 cents a release. I bought it, all of it. And it's like a lot of ambient music. They put out a lot of tapes that I don't really want. I don't want tapes. But I'll take the recordings at $0.15 cents a pop. And now I'm just listening through all of them and kind of their drony ambient experimental music there I think I've given you enough to chew on thanks for tuning in to what's the matter with me podcast chew on that catch you next time